By good luck, I happened to be sitting where you saw me in the student center alone. I was just thinking of going when something told me to wait, so I settled down again with the paper. Soon afterwards, in came Sykes and Lucas with a party of graduate students from the seminar, all discussing philosophy. Then in a moment or two, I noticed young Valerie Stevens in the doorway. She was with a crowd of boyfriends, including one called Don Clemens, an able but rather hot-headed chemical engineering student. Valerie saw me sitting alone and came up and joined me, on my right, as you said. At the same time, Lucas and Sykes saw her, but at first they continued talking together, glancing up at us from time to time, while I kept my eyes firmly on them. Then they moved over to us, Lucas sitting beside the girl, Sykes next to me on my left, and the others grouped themselves around. We introduced ourselves, since we had hardly met before, and then I turned to Valerie to explain to her what the reputation these two had in classics, at which they exchanged glances and laughed. The conversation went something like this. No, we're not classicists now. Not classicists? May I ask what was the attraction that would you away? Morals. We worked out a streamlined high-pressure course. It's something quite new. For heaven's sakes, let's have the story. When did you take up this study? I always considered, as I said just now, that you were first-rate classical scholars, and I used to report as much of you. You were expected in the classics department here, I know. Forgive me if you now have a new project. My remark must have seemed ill-mannered and simple-minded. But look, is this true? One can hardly believe that you have made an important advance in that subject. You take our word for it. We have. Then I congratulate you. This is the most important thing since relativity. <coughs> Tell me, do you mean to teach this course, or what are your plans? That is just why we are here, Mr. Hempel. We will teach anyone who wants to learn. I have a hunch that everyone will want to learn who is muddled about morals. Myself, to begin with, and Valerie, and Mr. Clemens, and all the rest of her friends here. Sure, sure. You will do me and these gentlemen a great favor if you describe your course to us. Obviously, it will be a big job to go through the whole thing, but I would like to know this. Can you only improve the man who is already convinced that he ought to learn? Or can you do the same for one who is not yet convinced, either because he believes that morals cannot be taught at all, or because he believes that you cannot teach it? Is it part of the same system to convince that morals are teachable and that you are the best men to teach them, or is that in another course? It is all part of the same course. <laughs> so you too would be the best people to inculcate a respect for intelligence and morality, would you, Mr. Sykes? We think so. Well, don't worry about the rest of the demonstration then. Just persuade this pretty girl that she ought to study philosophy and morals, and you will be doing me and the rest of us a very great favor. She's in the position I have just described, and all of us want her to improve as much as possible. Her name is Valerie Stevens, and her father is a professor in the chemistry department. She is quite young, and we are afraid that her interests may be turned in other directions, you know how it is with young girls, to the detriment of her education. Your visit is therefore most opportune. If you don't object, I would like you to take Valerie in hand and put your questions while we listen. We do not object, Mr. Hempel, provided she is willing to answer. Oh, she is quite used to that. These boys often come and ask her questions and talk with her, so that she is not a bit shy about answering.